Welcome to Dave Turner's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Dave is the globally known chief evangelist and editor for TabletopJournal.com. This podcast was originally published on the week of April 29th, 2019, and runs for approximately 15 minutes. A non-traditional journalist, Dave has spent nearly 30 years as a sales and marketing executive in the world of hospitality. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's Seat Yourself podcast. Seat Yourself is our 15 to 20 minute podcast on all things hospitality tabletop related. I'm your host, Dave Turner. Well, it's the end of April, and that can only mean one thing, and that it's nearly time to head to Chicago and the National Restaurant Association show here in America. 18 days and counting down until it all begins. As always, we're excited to reconnect with longtime friends and see what is new and exciting in the world of hospitality tabletop. And with that in mind, we've decided to bring you a slightly different twist this week when it comes to our 60 Seconds with Shannon segment. Shannon, of course, is our rock star talent who just also happens to be the tableware and buffetware category manager for Chicago-based Edward Don and Company. Now, some of you listening in other parts of the world may not be familiar with the name, but Edward Don and Company is one of the world's largest suppliers of equipment and supplies to the hospitality trade, and they've been doing it for nearly 100 years. So stay tuned, and I think you'll like what we've got in store for you with our 60 Seconds with Shannon segment. So with all that out of the way, let's get it started. Our stat of the week this week, and of course that's how we begin each episode of Seat Yourself, our stat of the week this week is 58%. That's the percentage of U.S. millennials, 58%, who report that the availability of environmentally friendly food makes them more likely to choose one restaurant over another. And for you tabletop suppliers out there, if you think that applies only to selecting a restaurant, then you are mistaken. Today, it is millennials that are making the decision on nearly everything, including which tabletop products are being chosen for their restaurants, their hotels, their cruise ships. Well, you're starting to get the point. Today's decision makers and those in the future on purchasing of tabletop products are going to be more and more looking to select products whose values align with their own. If you and your company currently have a position on being environmentally friendly, you better make sure it's a real one or an authentic position and not just a greenwash statement with no real meaning. And if you don't already have a strong environmental statement, isn't it about time that you did? And then after you, after that, you need to make sure you have your commitment to that position. Let people know it by living it on a daily basis and making sure it becomes a true core value of you and your brand. After all, 58% of millennials say that this matters when choosing a restaurant, and that's our stat of the week. In our lead news story this week, it was reported this week that UK-based Utopia Tableware has just moved into a 168,000-square-foot distribution center. According to the local Yorkshire Times newspaper, the move has helped consolidate their operations from multiple facilities into two warehouses with a close proximity to one another. Mark Rammel, owner and chief executive at Utopia, said, This is a great opportunity for Utopia, and it allows us to increase capacity and hold more stock throughout our whole hospitality range. Utopia Tableware, a supplier of glass and tableware to the hospitality industry, has its headquarters and main warehouse and distribution facility in Chesterfield and a showroom in London. The new warehouse allows the company to hold more than 30,000 pallets under one roof. So congratulations to the team at Utopia Tableware. We wish them well in their new distribution center. In hotel sector news this week, it was announced today that Marriott is jumping into the fray and attempting to go head-to-head -head versus Airbnb by entering the rental home market. 
Marriott is the world's biggest hotel operator with about 1.3 million guest rooms globally, according to data tracker SDR Inc. Now the company is poised to be the first major hotel company to create a U.S. home rental platform. It follows a pilot program in Europe and marks the next step in the company's plan to go global within this business. Other hotel chains are reporting to be studying similar moves as well, with some having pilot programs of their own in various stages of testing. And at the same time, Airbnb has been moving aggressively into the traditional hospitality business. Airbnb said last month it was acquiring company Hotel Tonight, Inc., a company that culls inventory from hotels and offers discounted rooms. It also recently invested in Indian hotel booking company Oyo Hotels and Homes. So the battle between the traditional hotel sector and Airbnb continues, now at a new level of competition. It seems like these two competitive channels are beginning to merge closer together. It'll be interesting to see where it all leads us. From a hospitality tabletop perspective, it will be interesting to see if this increased competition provides an opportunity for suppliers of tabletop products in within the hospitality category to supply hospitality quality tabletop products to the home rental locations. We shall see. And in our final news story this week, from the Middle East region of the world comes word that two top tabletop organizations are teaming up as Steelite International and Renarte have entered into a distribution partnership for that part of the world. In partnering with Renarte, Steelite has tapped into an experienced organization that certainly knows the hospitality and the tabletop sectors. Led by CEO Ranjan Salas, Renarte has offices in Dubai and Toronto and handles a wide variety of top hospitality and catering brands. So congratulations to both Steelite and Renarte. We wish both organizations all the best. Now 60 Seconds with Shannon, where Dave sits down with Shannon Talon of Edward Don & Company and asks the question of the week. This week, Shannon talks about vendors and trade shows. This week, with the NRA show now only 18 days away, I thought we'd do something a little bit different with our 60 Seconds with Shannon segment. Since we started the Seat Yourself podcast way back in November, there have been two 60 Seconds with Shannon segments that have really received the most attention. First of all, the segment of what makes a great vendor to Edward Don is one of our top listened to segments. And whether you're attempting to be a great vendor to Edward Don or any other dealer, frankly, that's literally anywhere in the world, I think Shannon's advice truly applies. So to me, it's no wonder that this particular segment is so very popular. Secondly, with the NRA show right around the corner, I thought the timing might be good for all of us to revisit Shannon's comments on how she prepares for attending a trade show and what she's looking for while she's there. So this week, I thought we'd replay both of these important and powerful segments. After all, can you ever really get too much great advice? So here we go. Shannon, what makes a great vendor to the Edward Don and Company? So... I always say that it comes down to, at a high level, three things. It comes down to the three Ps, uh, product, price, and, and people. The product, it has to be, I think a supplier has to have a good quality product for the price, that second P. And it not only has to be a good product and durable for the application, it's got to be available. Uh, product availability on the supply chain side is critically important. If a customer falls in love with a product and can't get it, nothing is more disappointing and not only poorly reflects on the supplier, but also can poorly reflect on the distributor. Um, so that's, that's ultimately very critical. I mentioned the second P being price. The price has to, to match the quality and the durability of, of the product. Um, so that's a little bit of a no-brainer. And the third, I think, is the X factor, the people. Uh, Edward Don's a national distributor. So when we work with a supplier partner, 
they've got to be able to support us nationally. Uh, they've got to have enough representation to, if we've got a rep in the Pacific Northwest all the way down to the tip of Florida and everywhere in between, uh, we need to be able to have that, that support and that coverage. Along with that element of it, uh, the people have to, have to be quality themselves. They have to be responsive. It might not always be the response you want, but I'd rather have somebody tell me, hey, here's the bad news, but here's what we're going to do to fix it. Um, so all the elements that come around, come along with being a good, a good rep, a good sales rep, a good sales manager, uh, is what we really look for, uh, in our partners. Wow. People really make the difference, don't they? They absolutely do in every aspect of life, not just tabletop. <laughs> How does Shannon prepare for a trade show? Shannon, what do you do when, you, when you're getting your game plan together for an NRA show or any, a NAFM show or any of the other shows that you might attend? I'm sure it's quite, uh, quite a lot to it. There is a lot, and uh, there's so many of our supplier partners there, uh, both current and potential. Uh, that it's a balance. We have to make sure uh, that we're touching base with our key supplier partners, looking for what's new, uh, new in their booth, new from a product development standpoint or a technology standpoint. But on the flip side, we're also looking for, are there diamonds in the rough out there? Are there some new uh, players in the game that might have a product or a category of product uh, that is new or meets a need that, that isn't readily available uh, in the market today? Uh, really not just looking for, I think, going into trade shows, we're not just looking for who's got new products because anybody can come out with a new product. It could be a Me Too uh, it could be something that's not all that innovative. So, uh, we're really looking for the most innovative product that's also practical. You can have some, you could have new products that really wow you and are shiny and have cool bells and whistles. Uh, but if it's not a practical application for our customers, it's, it's not necessarily going to have that, that broader appeal. So not just looking for the new products, but things that are truly innovative, but then also looking for the trends. You know, it's good to take a step back and have a more global perspective on these trade shows to try and see where manufacturers and suppliers are following the same trends uh, because uh, it's incumbent upon us as a distributor in food service and hospitality to make sure we're also educating our sales force and our customers on those trends as well. So you do take time to get around to some of the edges of a show and some of the smaller manufacturers? Absolutely. I think they're just as important as the center sections and the most heavily traveled areas. That's where you find, like I said, some of those diamonds in the rough some of those lesser known brands or, or companies that are up and comers or that might have um, a, a niche product or again, something that's meeting a need that that's not um, happening today in the market. So those perimeter areas are just as important as the big major booths as well. Now here's Dave with this week's commentary. For this week, Dave talks about how the experience matters to both guests and customer satisfaction. These days we talk a lot about experience, the guest experience, the customer experience. I think everybody is becoming more and more aware of the idea that experience matters to both guest and customer satisfaction. But what does that translate to on a day-to-day basis? How can I improve the experience that my company gives its guests or its customers? Steve Dennis writes for Forbes magazine online about the reinvention of retail in the age of digital disruption. And because I think there are a lot of similarities between the retail sector and what we do in the hospitality world, I'd like to watch how the retail sector is trying to address this whole issue of experiential shopping. Well, last week, Steve offered up four tips or ideas on how to guide at retailer strategic actions for improving that customer experience. And those tips really apply to our industry as well, with a little, just maybe with a little adjustment for the specifics. Tip number one, treat your different customers differently. 
Steve Dennis argues that a remarkable experience is definitely in the eyes of each individual customer. So treating customers differently makes sense. Besides, nobody wants to be treated on an average basis in any industry, do they? Tip number two, take a human-centered design approach. Dennis talks about this in the context of the retail shopping experience, but I think this applies to the hospitality tabletop sector as well. Seeing the buying experience from the customer perspective on how your product or service is meeting their needs is really, truly important. And as Dennis states, the customer should guide us, not technology in search of an application. Tip number three, focus on memorable. In today's experiential world, good enough rarely is. According to Dennis, being memorable is about being unique, customer relevant, meaningful, authentic, scalable. And here's a great term, being able to amplify the wow. We totally agree. And in the hospitality tabletop sector, we often see companies in situations that where they have the ability to be this, and sometimes they are to this customer or to that customer some of the time. But the real key is to give all of your guests and all of your customers Give them that same wow feeling all the time. Being memorable to all your customers all the time, it's not easy. And here's Dennis's fourth and final tip. Avoid the lipstick on the pig syndrome. This is an interesting tip because it's essentially about being truly authentic to who you really are as a brand or a company. Companies that truly provide remarkable customer or guest experiences are that way because this component is a major part of their company DNA. They aren't just trying to add a new widget or a new process to give a better experience. It's who they are at their core. So that's really it. No matter the sector, whether it's retail or hospitality, it's always all about the experience these days. Our thanks to Steve Dennis for helping us keep the focus on improving our customer and guest experience. And you can find Steve at sageberryconsulting.com. And finally, how would your customers or guests describe their experience with your brand or your company? Think about it. Well, that's it, everybody. That wraps up today's Seat Yourself podcast. I want to thank Shannon Talon for joining us. And of course, I especially want to thank you, our listeners, for joining in today. And finally, I want to thank the Edward Don and Company for sponsoring, in part, this episode of Seat Yourself. Edward Don and Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. This is Dave Turner, and we'll see you next time. But always remember, Tabletop Matters. That concludes this week's edition of Dave Turner's Seat Yourself podcast series. Check us out at SeatYourselfPodcast.com or follow us on Twitter at Seat underscore Yourself underscore. For more information and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, be sure to check out TabletopJournal.com or email Dave at DT at TabletopJournal.com. And don't forget, please subscribe, rate, and review.